Hi, and welcome to Storytime with Rabbi Itziers. Hi, everyone. I am your host, Rabbi Itziers, together with... Me, Yossi, his sidekick. Yay! At this time, I would like to remind everybody that you are listening to jradio.com. If you would like to listen to us on the telephone, you can listen to us by dialing 712-432-4217. That number again is 712-432-4217. The number to call after the show, after the story that is, to tell us your name and what lesson you learned in tonight's story is 718-683-5858. Very good, Yossi. And, of course, if you'd like to listen to us live or on the archives, you can call 718-506-9099. That number again is 718-506-9099. And just follow the menu if you want to listen to us live or follow the archives. I would also like to take this moment to remind you that j Radio can definitely use your donations. So, the address is Javit Radio, 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. That address again is Javit Radio, 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. And if you would like to text in to ask for information how to sponsor or to how to advertise on JavidRadio.com, the number to text in is 347-927-8398. If you would also like to suggest a story for me to tell, and you'd like to give over all the information and all the details of it, and uh, or possibly the source for it, you may also text in 347-927-8398, and it will be forwarded to me. Yes. Okay, my turn, Rabbi Herbs. Okay, if anyone is looking to hire Rabbi Yitzhi Herbs for either storytelling, kayak from the Mayach, extreme martial arts demo, uh, you know, whether it be for, uh, you know, of a Subbanim program, uh, uh, your, your yeshiva, your banos, your base Yaakov, whatever, your school, a private party, or a day camp, a bungalow colony, or sleepaway camp. So, of course, the number to call is 718. 718- 375-1294. That number again is 718-375-1294. Also, you should be aware, if anybody's interested uh, for information about art lessons, martial arts lessons, you know, perhaps karate, uh, private karate lessons, Qigong energy lessons, and so on, uh, you could call also 718-375-1294 for more information. And please be aware that Rabbi Erbs's books are still available in your local farm store, along with many of his CDs and a new one, too. And for those CDs that are not in the stores, you could call Rabbi Yitzhi at 718-375-1294, and he will be more than happy to send you a complete list, either by email or fax. Wow, did I get everything in? I think so. I think we can now start our story. Okay, ready for the story. Are you ready, Yossi? <laughs> Am I ready? Uh, 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 well, uh, I could be ready. If you want me to be ready, then I could be ready. <laughs> I'm serious. I mean, 
you know, if, you know, tomorrow is going to be Rosh Chodesh. Actually, uh, you know, you know, you know, yeah, tomorrow's Rosh Chodesh really starts tonight, what you wanted to say, right? Uh, yeah. And you were thinking about it because right in the middle of a show is going to become Shkia, whatever. It's going to become Tzachachavim, you know, and then it's going to be, you know, Myra, whatever, you know, but we'll have to have a Myra later because we're doing the show now. Uh, something like that, right? Uh, yeah, something like that. Okay, uh, <clears throat> okay. Very interesting. Um, okay. So uh, I have this uh, story in mind. The story that I'm going to talk about is a beautiful story. Uh, you know, I thought about it because, you know, everybody trying to help everybody else out now during the, you know, coronavirus and everything, you know. I figure, you know, a story that has to do with me, Kamcha Yisrael, would be perfect. Yeah, that's great. So what do you have? All I have a story. It's called... Mikamcha Yisrael. Right, right, right. You're going to tell a story about Mikamcha Yisrael. That's very, very... Uh, that's right. And and this story, the name of the story is called uh, Mikamcha Yisrael. Oh, very good. Okay, so you ready to start? Uh, yes, I am. Oh, wait a minute. Are you going to talk about your new uh, CD? Oh, oh, my new CD. Oh, <laughs> well, actually... Uh, I was not really going to talk about it. I wasn't even sure if I wanted to talk about it last week, but... Yeah, but I stuck it in, right? Uh, yes, you did. But anyways, I really want to tell this story. But why do you want to talk about a CD? Okay, okay, okay. Yes, I did mention a new CD that uh, Youth Studios and I am working on. We're working on a few different kinds of projects, but temporarily it's stopped for now because of the coronavirus, and it's really not good, you know, people to be too close together. And things like that, you know what I mean? And, um, you know, so therefore uh, we had to stop productions for now. And uh, when we're ready to release it, whether we decide we're still releasing it this year or next year, we'll let you know. But uh, don't worry, there's plenty of stuff that I did before that you could listen to. Right, like I'm innocent, I tell you. Uh, 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 the Famous one, you know, the Ashol uh, HaMelech uh, uh, and, 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 the, and the witch, right? Yeah, that's right. And, and, of course, you also have the swindler. That's right. We got those also. Okay, now, the story. Uh, yeah. Okay, the story. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. This story is called... Mik Amcha Yisrael. Oh, so you know the story? So you're going to tell it? Uh, uh, well, uh, not exactly. I, I, I was just going to go along with you. Okay, fine. Not a problem. Uh, this story is a very old story. And, uh, uh, you know, somebody suggested I should tell it. It wasn't me, because I don't know the story you're telling. No, no, I didn't say it was you. But it's a very old story. And, it, you know, I, 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 I'm not exactly sure who this particular person is. Because when I tried to research it, I got many different things. You know, uh, for example, uh, uh, the name of the Rav in the story is called Rabbi Yosef Harif. But I tried to do some research in Rabbi Yosef Harif. And, and what happened? Well, this, uh, it's hard to say because uh, some say his name was really Tzvi Hirsch uh, Yosef uh, Resnik. And some people say it's a different name. And, and I didn't get it very clear. 
But the safer where I took the story from, uh, where I, you know, remember where I saw the story when the person suggested it, I looked it up, and it didn't say much about his background. So we're just going to stick with the fact that his name was Rabbi Yosef Kharif. What his last name is, I don't know. Obviously, his last name really wasn't Harif, but he was called Rabbi Yisif Harif because the word Harif means sharp. Someone who thinks very sharp and has a very clear, uh, I was here, sorry, a very clear, uh, a very clear, sharp mind. Okay, bottom line is, so we don't know his last name and because you want to tell us about him? Well, you know... I tried to look up Rabbi Yisuf Kharif, and I got Rabbi Yisuf Kharif. But, you know, it's, it's very hard to say. So, But basically, since these are the facts that I saw in that safer that I looked at, we're going to stick to these facts that I do know. And the reason why I'm telling you is, I know the reason why you're telling the story, because it has a great lesson of me, Ka'amcha, Yisrael. That's right. You know, in times like this, people got to be very careful about other people's sensitivities because there are people that need help nowadays, but, you know, some people are ashamed to ask for it. You know, one of the strangest things that happens here, you know, it's something to think about. Yeah, I always think. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, well, uh, I know what you're going to say. People should learn that since a lot of schools closed down and, and had to close down because of the coronavirus and everything, so people should learn that if we re-earn the right to go back to shul and have our minions started again, uh, all our minyanim and everything, we should remember to treat shuls, uh, all our our butter midrashim, our butter kinesios, we should mamish treat them with proper derecherets, and we should dive in there and not talk there, right? Uh, that's pretty much true. That's pretty much true. You know, uh, I, 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 yeah, yeah, that's that's true. Very true. We should uh, dive in and not talk in a in a show, right? Okay. So now, can I get on with the story? Ah, uh, yeah. Are you, are you didn't tell it yet? I'm trying to tell it. Oh, 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 oh we're right. We're discussing Kharif, right? Uh, okay. Uh, but we weren't discussing Kharif and Kharosis, nor Kharif. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay, anyways, this story is said to take place, obviously, quite a while ago. Whether it was 100 years ago, whether it was 150 years ago, or whether it was... A oh, no, we're doing the same thing as last week, 151, 152. No, 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 I, I just don't know exactly how many years ago. I do know that it had to happen before 1912, or it could have happened... In the 1800s, or it could have happened in the 1600s, depending on which source that you hold that this person, Rabbi Yosef Kharif, uh, time period was. Okay, but anyways, maybe one of our listeners who listens maybe knows more about who this Rabbi Yosef Kharif was from Slunem, and maybe they can call in and tell us, okay, or email us. And tell us. Okay, anyhow, so where was I? I don't know. Uh, and last time I saw you was sitting in the chair in the studio. And uh, Yes, 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 of course. Okay, anyway, so let me get on with it. Yeah, get on with it. Okay, so in the town of Slonim at that time, there was a very well-to-do person. Well-to-do? Mean like he, he had what to do? Uh, no, well, well-to-do is another way of saying... That he was a very rich person. 
<laughs> Who was he? Well, I believe his name, uh, what I got from the story was Rabnuta uh, Hirsch. Rabnuta Hirsch. Okay? And Rabnuta Hirsch was a very well-to-do person. And he had a lot of different kinds of businesses and everything. And Baruch Hashem, he was probably, if not the richest, he was probably one of the most richest people in Slonim. Okay? And uh, what happened was is, um, you know, people used to come over him for Sadaka, and he was a big Baal Tzedaka. Excuse me. Pardon me, Rebnutcher. You know, uh, Pesach is coming around the bend, you know. And, you know, I kind of lost my job. Oh, really? And what kind of job did you have? Uh, well, you see, I had a job, and I was, uh, my job was a job that was to look for a job. Excuse me? Your job was a job to look for a job? Yeah, 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 yeah. See, my wife gave me this job. You see, because I had no job. I was out of work for a while. And, and when you're out of work, you don't have money. So if you don't have money, you can't buy food. And if you can't buy food, then you don't have money. I mean, well, you mean, but you go together. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? And money, you know, ain't food. You know what I mean? Okay, so that's the bottom line. So um, I, I didn't have any of these things. And so it became a problem. So um, I was just wondering um, uh, what you think. I mean, do you think that I think, I mean, you, you know what I think? I mean, you, you understand what I'm saying? Now, let me get this straight. You have no money, and you have no job, and you're a very fine person, and and you really don't want to ask me for tzedakah, but right now it's coming close to Pesach, and you have no choice. Anyways, there's a mitzvah for me to do kimcha uh, de Pesach, you know, moschitim geld, you know, so it's not a problem. And we don't have to publicize this. We could keep it by ourselves. Just tell me how much you need to make Pesach. Uh, well, well, um, see, um, actually, you know, um, 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 at least 20, um, um, rubles. Is that possible? Of course it's possible. Here you go, let me open my drawer. All right, um, we go one, two, three, four. There you go, 20 rubles. Zygerson, and don't worry, it's between you and me, and of course, there is one other person that knows about it. Um, she's besides my wife? Who else? Who else? Who else? The Rabbeinah Shleilam always knows. Don't worry, Zygerson. Me matzliach. Okay, so uh, he's a well-to-do man, and he gives a ducka. Okay, that sounds very nice. Okay, and what about in the shul? Is he respected over there? Um, that's a very good question. Um, Reb Nachem, are you there? Oh, yes, I am. Oh, yes. Okay. I am Reb And, of course, he would give Malias. He got... Proper covered, and of course he was one of those people that definitely, definitely respected the shul. He was not a talker during Davini. Okay. And he mamish was a very special person. And he tried to be sensitive about other people. 
Matter of fact, one day he got a very strange knock on his door. Uh, who is there? Uh, me. Uh, it's me. Uh, me? Uh, me who's there? Uh, oh, you know that song too? Me who's there? Me who's there? Oh, yeah, there goes me and moved on to me. Excuse me. Uh, it's not Simcha's Torah now. We're not singing. Uh, let me go to the door and see who it is. <coughs> ah, Shalom Aleichem. I recognize you. You sit in the back. One second, don't tell me your name. Let me, let me, let me see. I, I, I might remember it. Uh, 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 um, um, uh, uh. My name is, 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 is Zab. My name is Zab. And some people call me Zabby. And some people call me Zabby the Shoemaker. <laughs> it's a good name for a person that uh, is a shoemaker. Uh, anyways, um, so, um, uh, my name is Zabby. Uh, and I'm a shoemaker. Okay? And, and, uh, yeah, you know, you know something about me? Uh, 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 I'm a shoemaker. Uh, and, 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 and I'm, 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 yeah. Uh, yes, I got the idea you're a shoemaker, but why are you like, um, you know, like, uh, so fidgety and, and so fumbling. Uh, is this something that you need from me? Uh, yeah, I, I was just wondering. You know, I'm not the hearse. I, I mean, not to, not to, you know, depending on... On, on, on the, the, the way the, the, you, you speak. If you speak Hasidic Rabnuta, you speak the Litvish way, it's Rabnuta. But anyways, Rabnuta, Nuta, Rabnuta Hirsch, I mean, Rabnuta, I mean, Rabhirsch, I mean, I mean, I'm... Well, please, relax. You know what? Maybe sit down and let me give you something to eat, something to drink, you'll calm down, and you'll be able to tell me what the problem is, okay? You know something? I have a great idea. If I sit down, and then I eat a little bit, and I drink a little bit, I'll be a little more calm, because I'll feel a little Hamish over here. And then I'll tell you why I'm here. Okay, very nice, very nice. Okay. Uh, okay, uh, here, sit down, and uh, uh, I'll bring it myself, because a big mitzvah to be a machnes oirech. Okay, here you go. Here's a plate of cake. We always have one ready, just in case we get some guests. And here's a glass, nice one. And here is uh, tea. Or would you like coffee? Uh, no, tea, 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 tea is fine. Uh, 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 it's okay. Uh, tea, tea is uh, very good. I like tea because uh, tea tastes like tea. You know what I mean? Uh, it's to the tea, you know. I mean, tea tastes like tea to the tea. Uh, uh, I'm saying it's very good. Uh, I got the idea, but you're still nervous. Why don't you eat? I make a broth out loud so I can answer me. But Masaka me, what do I mean? Uh, okay. Uh, Amen. This is very good cake. And um, now, now for the tea. Uh, uh, it's nice and hot. You know something? I'm starting to calm down. That's wonderful. Now take your time and then tell me what the problem is. Why you came to see me? Uh, all right, all right. You know, uh, I'm I'm Chevy the shoemaker. Yes, I know that. And you know, as a shoemaker, you know, my job is to make shoes. <laughs> Obviously, I mean that's what most shoemakers do. Either they make shoes or they repair shoes. So, what can I do for you? Uh, you know, um, um, 
Well, I was just wondering, you know, it's like right before Pesach. Yes, 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 of course. And maybe you need 40 pairs of shoes. Uh, excuse me? What did you just ask me? And maybe you need like 40 pairs of shoes. Yeah, oh, why, why would I need uh, uh, 40 pairs of shoes? Uh, because if, if you bought 40 pairs of shoes, then I would have enough money uh, to buy whatever I need for Pesach, you know? Uh, and, and, you know... So I understand. I mean, you have a, a shoe store, I mean, a shoemaking store. I mean, you do make shoes, don't you? Uh, yes, yes, I do. I make lots of shoes. I really do. The only problem is... Yes, yes, what's the only problem? That nobody buys shoes nowadays because everybody is strapped for money. Strapped with money? No, no, not, not strapped with money. Strapped for money. What do you mean that's strapped for money? You mean you strapped them up and they're ready to accept money? Is that it? No, no, well, you see, um, oh, boy, he's, he's a rich man. He doesn't know these simple terms of us poor people. Excuse me? What did you say? Uh, no, nothing. I didn't say nothing. Uh, uh, the point of the matter is, what I'm trying to say is uh, that, that I need uh, 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 to sell shoes in order to make money. And right now, people are very tight with their money. They're only buying what they need. You understand? So, uh, it seems to me that not, not too many people are buying shoes anymore. And if they don't buy shoes, then I have no panacea, okay? And, and, and the problem is, if I have no panacea, then I have a major, major problem on my hand. You see, then I can't make uh, Pesach. And, and I really want to make Pesach, you understand? Ah, so why don't you say that you need some tzedakah? And I will be more than happy to help you out. But Hashem, I'm making a fine living, and I'm very thankful that I'm making more than what I need, and I'm sure that it's because uh, Hashem is using me to be a shlia to be able to help others. So, it be my pleasure, my, my, my pleasure to be able to help you. So what do you say? You want me to help you? Uh, no problem. Uh, how much do you need uh, to make Pesach? And I'll give it to you. Uh, uh, but, but uh, I mean, I, I don't need Shadakah. I mean, you know, because, and, and I don't need you alone either. Uh, what do you mean? Oh, oh, I see, I see. Very sensitive person, I see. Uh, oh, okay, uh, um, okay, I'll give it to you as a loan, and whenever you can pay it back, you'll pay it back. But that may never happen. But you see, if you buy 40 pairs of shoes, you understand what I'm saying? If you buy 40 pairs of shoes, okay? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Really, I, I, I want 40 pairs of shoes to sell. Because I figured out in the profits of it, if I would sell 40 pairs of shoes, I'd be able to buy whatever I need for myself and my mishpocha to have for Pesach. So, um, so, um, once again, um, uh, uh, uh you know, I, I'm very proud that Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, I'm able to work. And I like to work. And, and, and I'm proud that Hashem has given me panasha. Okay? So, but the only thing is, that, you know, uh, I, 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 I don't want to take tzedakah, you know, I, I want to earn money fairly. So I, I, I'm not asking for a loan. Uh, I, I'm not asking for tzedakah. I'm just trying to be a good salesman. I mean, I'm not the best speaker in the world. But you say, uh, so what I want is, is that maybe, uh, maybe um, he would like to buy 40 pairs of shoes. Uh-huh. I see. So he's too proud to take Sadaka. And he doesn't want to take a loan either. I see. Okay, you know what? I can help him out a different way. 
He'll feel better if I buy 40 pairs of shoes, even if I don't need any. All right, uh, uh, I'll take 40 pairs of shoes. Uh, uh, all right, all right, I, I hope you change your socks. What does changing my socks have to do with buying 40 pairs of shoes? Well, because you have to take off your present shoe so I can measure your foot to see uh, what size shoe I should make for you. And if you didn't change your socks, uh, I have to hold my nose. But if I hold my nose, then I can't uh, uh, measure your foot. So did you change your socks? <laughs> For a sensitive person, he's a very interesting person, too. Uh, all right, I change my socks every day. Oh, that's good. I wish I could do that. I wish you could do that, too. All right, uh, uh, go ahead, measure my feet. Here you go. <laughs> Please, you're tickling me. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. Okay, here it goes. Okay, so I just measured your, your foot. Okay, I got the sizes. Would you like all the same pairs for you? Well, I would like a few different sizes. You know, everybody in my family has different size feet. So you know what? Make them in different sizes. Make at least two pairs for myself and, you know, different sizes and everything, okay? Uh, all right. All right, very good. Okay, thank you. Um, I'll have you order, Phil, by the end of the week. Um, one more thing. Yes, yes. Can I have a deposit? Sure, sure. How much of a deposit do you need? Uh, I need about half of, uh, half of the cost, you know, for a deposit. And so, uh, you want 40 pairs of shoes, can I know her a baruch Hashem? Nice that you could afford to pay, buy 40 pairs of shoes. Sure, the comic will calculate the dish, put this on top of that, carry the 2 minus the 4, add the 16 and a half, and put this on top over here, and put that like this. Um, I mean, if you could get me, uh, let's see. I was me two rubbers and four pairs of shoes, and four pairs of ten rubbers and four pairs of and four pairs four hundred. Could you give me two hundred for a pulse? Sure, not a problem. I'll give you two hundred rubles, okay? And you tell me what the balance is when you bring the shoes, and I'll pay you the rest. Oh, thank you so much. You're such a sadic. <laughs> and you're a pretty good sadic also. Thank you. And so, that's the way it was. Wow, very interesting person. He was pretty sensitive to other people. Wow, so that's the way it was? Wow, and what about Pesach itself? I mean, did he have some guests or anything? Oh, always. Always, Yossi. He had guests all the time. <laughs> and he had all kinds of guests at his Seder. Okay? And, and you know, um, let's see now. What's going on here? Ah! Let's, you want to look at his Seder? Uh, yeah. Wow. Look at that person. Uh, uh, are you going to crash on the Seder? You know, I'm a poor man, and uh, I don't get to eat so much, so uh, if it's all right with you, can we speed up the Seder a little bit? Well, <laughs> <laughs> That's a very interesting question. What would you do, Yassi? I, I, I don't know. Uh, uh, let's see what uh, um, um, uh, Nutta does. Nutta, uh, what are you going to do? I hear what you're saying. You know what? If you're that hungry, I'll mask him. If you can't wait till we're up to Shulchan Aruch, not a problem. I give you permission to, uh, uh, to, to go on with the Seder, and I give you some Lechem Mishnah here. Cover it up, please. And 
And you can, you know, make your own moitzi matzah and everything. And there's the place where to wash. There's a towel over there. And I, I give you permission to go ahead if you can't wait. And then, uh, you know, like, whatever. But, you know, but I... I would like that the Seder should be with feeling because it's just not a meal. It's it's something that we have to relive that, that we had Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim. You understand what I'm saying? Yes, I see. Okay, you know what? I try to last as long as possible. Uh, that, that's wonderful, wonderful. Thank you very much. Okay, let's continue with the Seder. It's a Ulaman Mabikai and of course, he continued with his saying. Wow. So this uh, guy, Remnitha, sounds like he's a very, very special person. He's a Baltzedaka, a nice businessman, obviously, right? Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, did I show you anything about his business? Uh, what do you mean? Uh, did I show you that he does good business or anything like that? Um... That's very interesting. Uh, good question. Hmm. Uh, no, you didn't. Okay, so we'll give an example of him doing business. Uh, <clears throat> go ahead, Nutter. Do some business. All right, uh. Ah, Schmerl, how are you? I'm fine, Boda Hashem. Now... About that order that I ordered, uh, are you able to deliver everything? Of course, Baruch Hashem. I would not have taken your order if I didn't think I could fulfill it. Zicha, 100%. Yes, 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 yes. Not a problem. Okay, would you like to go over the invoice together? Oh, that would be very nice. Uh, can I see that invoice, please? Uh, thank you, thank you. Let me see it. Uh, one second. Let me take a look at it. All right. Uh, let's see, I ordered this. Yes, that's on the invoice. Uh, and it's all ready to be shipped out. Uh, if you'd like to inspect it personally, my workers are over there and they're getting everything ready. Oh, that's very nice. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh -huh, I see. Okay. Uh, thank you. Uh, uh, you know... Uh, well, Hashem, I, I, I'm so happy to visit you. I'm so happy we can trust each other. Well, Hashem, well, Hashem. Okay, everything's there. I'm satisfied. Good, good, good. That's uh, so wonderful. Very nice. Okay, very, very nice. Okay, okay, that's Gewaldic. Okay. <laughs> I'm very happy. Okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, uh, let's see now what else is going on here. Uh, okay, uh, that's good, good, good. Okay, uh, fine. Well, Hashem. Okay, um, uh, Dovi, make sure everything is going to be sent out on time to all the customers. Yes, sir, right away, sir. Don't worry about the thing, sir. Everything's under control. We got everything under, under, under control. Or is it control under? Or whatever, we got it. Don't worry. <laughs> all right, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. Now, of course, everything goes smooth and well. And then when people see everything smooth and well, they thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Some people thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu, all their hearts and souls. Sometimes people, you know, thank, but they go through the motions. And because everything goes good, it's like a routine thing every day. 
and, you know, like, whatever happens, happens. But they don't go mishiga over it. Like, you know, the marshal of a guy is very poor. I, I, I know what you want to say. Like, a guy is very poor. He's going to dive into a ship. Oi, please, Hashem, help me, help me. I'm starving. Please send me food. Send me help. Oh, I have no place to stay. Can you send me a place where I can live? Please help me. Help me get a job. Help me get a... Right? That's right. People do that. But one, some people have everything going good. Sometimes they um, don't uh, thank Hashem the way they should. Uh, right, I mean, like something like they, they do like this. Uh, yes, Hashem, I appreciate everything you give me. Thank you very much. Okay, now let me get on with what I have to do. That's right. So they start losing the feeling of a chorus They just take it for granted. But you know something? That wasn't this person, Nutta. What? What do you mean? He was so rich, well-to-do, and he gave Tzedakah as possible. It could go to his head, you know, and then... Well, listen to him when he's davening quietly when no one's around. Hi, Rabbi I am so thankful to you that Baruch Hashem, because of your help, because of your help, Hashem, I'm able to make a very good parnasa, And I'm not selfish. I mean, I thank you for giving me the koiches to be able to see and recognize people that are poorer than me and I should be able to help them. I try my best to realize that everything you give me is a gift. I realize that. And I know that you give me much more than I need so that I can be your shliach to help others. And I will try my best to help others. Wow. So he is really, like, not just special. He's, like, super special. He doesn't let it go to his head. He's very, very super thankful to Akadosh Baruch He doesn't forget who is in charge. He doesn't forget who made him rich. Wow. This is fantastic. Unbelievable. Wow. Okay. So now what? Uh, uh, uh oh, you must have told us that for a reason. Yes. So, therefore, sometimes things happen to people and we just don't understand because Hashem has other cheshboinus. Maybe a person's a gilgo, maybe has to be masakin something from a previous lifetime. And sometimes Hashem just simply feels that he wants to test somebody. You remember about... I know what you're going to say. About Yosef Atzadik, right? Yes, that's right. Since we're coming closer to Pesach, so we talk about the Eden went down to Mitzrayim and how the Eden got out. But only Yosef was known as Yosef Atzadik. But all the others, all the others were also big tzaddikim and everything. But Yosef Atzadik was called Yosef Atzadik because there's no big deal growing up in the house of Yaakov and being a Talmud Chacham and being a Shema Torah Mitzvah is not a big deal because it's very conducive to do so. But growing up in Mitzrayim with all that uchi gookie avoid the Zara and all people doing affairs all over the place. Woo! Wow, that is terrible. That's right. And that's why since Yosef withstood everything, since he withstood everything, and therefore what happened was is, he was called Yosef Atzadik. Because, because, even though he was surrounded by all that schmutz and everything, 
he conquered and he really deserved to be called Yosef Atzadi because in tiring times, he withstood all the tests. That was perfect. I was waiting for you to say that. Well, saying what? What I just said? Uh, thank you, thank you. No, 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 the last words. Tests? Yes, yes, that's correct. Sometimes a person could be like Nutu, who appreciates everything that Hashem does. Very thankful, very cautious. Everything is so gewaldic. It's really fantastic. You know what I mean? But you know what's missing? Do you know what's missing? No, no. What's missing? What's missing? I'll tell you what's missing. I'll tell you what's missing. <sighs> you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Ah, with a person like him, who has everything going smooth, and recognizing everything comes from Hashem, what happens if he's doing everything like he's supposed to? And then Hashem tests him and takes away everything he has. How will he react? Will he be angry towards Hashem? How will he react? Will he be upset? Will he stop keeping his Yiddishkeit? What will he do? Well, guess what? We're up to the part of the story where Nutta gets tested. Wow! Unbelievable! What kind of test is he going to have? Well, Yossi, quiet down and just listen. All right, here. Um, let's see. Oh, <laughs> little mail delivery over here. Okay. Thank you, sir. Thank you. All right, let me open this. Okay. <laughs> Dear Abnutta, I'm very, very sorry. I'm sorry to bring you the news that I cannot... Uh, uh, what's this? I can't read his handwriting even. Oh, let me look at it closer. Sorry, I cannot... What's he trying to write here? Uh, oh, oh, I guess. It's very interesting when some people feel bad and you don't want to say something, they write squishy together. <laughs> ah, well, very interesting. Canceling my order? He's canceling his order. Uh, wait a minute. Uh, and if you could, give me back the deposit. If not, I understand the rules of the contract. You're allowed to keep the deposit. Huh. Well, it's very interesting. Let me look him up. Chaim uh, Dove. Let's see what we got here for Chaim Dove. Here's his pay bit order. Oh, no. Oh, no. I took a very, very small deposit, even if I keep it. Oh, no. What a loss I'm going to have. What am I going to do with all of those things? I'll have to sell it to someone else for a cheaper price. Uh-oh. Uh, Mendel, come here, come here, come here, Mendel. Yes, sir, what can I do for you, sir? Uh, listen, I need you to go over to uh, Ruvain and tell him to come over here, and I'm willing to deal with him. I'll give him a better price. Okay, whatever you say, I'm going. All right, what can I do? When Ruvain comes, I'll give him the guy's uh, products that he wanted, uh, but I gave it to the other person because he agreed to the price, but uh, I read you yeah, whatever it is. Ah, Ruben. Uh, Shalom Aleichem, Ruben. Oh, so good to see you. 
Sure. Uh, what is it that you want from me? I told you I can't pay the price that you want. I cannot pay such a high price. I mean, it's really not high, but for me, it's very high. And I'm trying to start my business again. And I can't start it again if I have to pay so much for my inventory. So, if you cannot give me everything, perhaps the price that you originally said, then I'm sorry. Uh, there's nothing I can do. And you'll have to find someone else. But I understand that you found someone else, right? Well, actually, I'm not going to lie to you, Hasvashalom. I did find someone else, and because of circumstances beyond his means, he says he has to cancel his order. So I'm stuck with all that merchandise. Uh, so therefore, I'm willing to give it to you so I can have room to restock and put other stuff in. Uh, I'm willing to give it to you for the half price that you want. Oh, that's good. Let me go back to my place. I'll get the money, and we'll make an exchange right away. And so that's what they did, Yasala. That's what they did and everybody else out there. They made the exchange, and they did business. Now, what happened was is, gradually, Nutta was beginning to lose his money. Slowly but surely, either by people canceling, or, in certain cases, some food deals that he made, it suddenly rotted, and he could not make the deals. Sometimes he acted as a middleman to sell large quantities of vegetables, fruits and vegetables, and somehow they spoiled. And he got a bad deal, and he had a loss. And one thing after the other was happening, day after day, and his wife was worried. Oh, dear me, oh, my, what are we going to do? We seem to be losing money. Why, we were once so rich, and now we're so poor. What will we tell people who come from Tzedakah? We can't afford to give them anything. What will we do? Well, uh, we'll tell them that we don't have any capital at this moment. Uh, you know what I mean? So, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, well, you know, we could give. Uh, we have about 30 pairs of shoes left from the time I bought the 40 pairs of shoes. Uh, we can give those away in the meanwhile, uh, okay? All right, we'll do that. And so they gave away the rest of the extra shoes that they had at that time. And then, of course, slowly but surely, it was getting closer to the Pesach season. And people would come to flock to him for tzedakah, to get some more schietengeld from him. And even the committee from the shul came. And the committee person, well, we'll get to him in a minute. But first, let's get to regular people who came. Hello, hello, yoo-hoo, it's me, uh, Mendelslaufer, Mendelslaufer here, yoo-hoo, it's me, Mendelslaufer, could you open the door, yeah. oh, thank you, <laughs> I didn't even hear the door open, you must have oiled it, <laughs> okay, so, um, uh, I'm here for my yearly collection, uh, for more sleep uh, uh, is it possible that you give me a little more this time, you know, because uh, and my daughter, she became a collar, and the hush is going to be here, uh, you know, for the shade, is it possible? Well, I'll tell you the truth. It would be possible, but it's not possible. Yeah, it would be possible. Wait, wait a second, you know, are you trying to confuse me? That's one of the reasons why I can't hold down a job. 
because I'm always getting confused. Now, can you help me or not? What's going on? You always help me year after year. Yes, I would like to help you, but it just so happens that this particular time around, um, uh, I, I, uh, uh, well, um, 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 what are you going to tell him? What are you going to tell him? Uh, all, all my money is tied up at this moment in investments, and I don't have any spare capital here. Uh, I'm not asking you to give me a capital city. I don't expect you to give Chidaka a capital city. Why would you do that? No, 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 no. Capital is another word used for money also. Okay? <laughs> so um, I don't have any uh, spare cash. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I, I'm sorry. Uh, maybe things will happen later before Pesach. I don't know, but meantime, it doesn't look that way. So I'm sorry that I can't help you this year. Because all my money is tied up. Uh, you know, everything's been a shemaim, you know. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, all right, I understand. And a few minutes later, it was another knock on the door. Hello? Hello? Anybody here? Hello? Yes, yes, shalom aleichem. Ah, uh, Getzel, Getzel, how are you? I'm fine, Baruch Hashem. So, I'm here for my yearly donation uh, to help me out for Pesach. Uh, you know, are you able to do that again? Uh, yes and no. Oh, yes and no. I like the yes part better than the no. I mean, are you able to tell me or not? Well, it's like this. You see, I'd love to help you. Except there's one small problem. Well, what is the small problem? Uh, the small problem is, is that, uh, um, well, you see, how should I say it? Uh, um, um, <laughs> small problem is, uh, my money is tied up right now, and, and I really can't help you now because I don't have any capital, and I don't mean a capital city. I mean, I have no uh, cash flow right now. All my money is tied up. I have nothing extra out to give you, so right now, it doesn't look I might be able to help you this Pesach. I'm very, very sorry. Uh, maybe things go better. I'll help you next year, Mietz Hashem, okay? I'm sorry. Okay. And then it came. The time for you know who was coming. Ah, yes. Let's see. Where is he? Let's see who's here. Okay. Now, let me see. Let me see. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's see. Ah. Ah. Here he comes. Nachum. Nachum. The Shul Gabai, he is coming. He is coming to collect. Here he comes. Here he comes. Coming down the street. Okay, here he is. Here he is. Here he is. Okay. I'm out of the way. Go, 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 go. Straight. Knock on his door. Should I tell him already? No, no. Let him find out by himself. Okay, you'll have to find out by yourself. Uh, find out what by myself? I'll just knock on the door. And I'm not telling you in. Oh, yeah, yes, I'm coming, coming. Oh, it's the Gabai. Reb Nochem, how are you? Well, I'm fine, I'm fine, Baruch Hashem. And how are you? May I come in? Uh, well, uh, 
I know, I know that you're here for Kimcha the Pisha, but you know, I'm a little busy now. And uh, um, uh, well, actually, you know, I can tell you right now, um, uh, this year uh, uh, I, I won't be able to uh, help you out because all my money is uh, kind of uh, tied up, you know, and and I couldn't free it in time uh, for the Pesach season, so. Uh, you know, I'll make it up for you next year by by Kimchah the Pesach. Me as Hashem for Mashiach. Don't come by then. Uh, you know, I, I, I'll I'll give more next year. Okay, Bez Hashem. Okay, uh, but right now, uh, all my money is tied up and everything. And at that moment, Reb Nochem looked around behind <laughs> Reb Nuta, and he noticed, and he said to himself, oh, "Very interesting. I'm looking around here." And I notice that the table over there is empty. There's usually plates of cake and a fruit bowl and everything. There's nothing there. Wow. And I notice, uh, see, his wife, instead of preparing and cooking lavish meals for guests and things like that, she's sitting on the couch and she doesn't look too happy. I wonder what's going on here. Uh, okay, okay, so, uh, you're not able to give this yet? Uh, well, you know, I would love to. If things change, uh, I'll be more than happy, uh, to, to, to be in touch with you. I'll come over to your house, and I'll bring it to you, okay? Uh, that, that, that's, 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 that's what it is, okay? Okay, very good, very good. Okay, shalom, uh, goodbye. I mean, uh, well, I was gonna say shalom al but yeah, shalom al okay, no, no way. Hmm, I don't like what I saw here. I don't like it. One bit. He's probably not able to help. Let me stay over here behind this tree for a while, and let me see what's going on here. Wow, I can't believe it. It's one poor man after another. I can't believe this. One poor man after another. Wow. It's unbelievable. I can't believe what I'm seeing here. Wow. One poor man after another coming, and another coming. And another, whoa, this is not very good. Not very good. But they're going out empty-handed. They look sad. Hmm, I know I shouldn't be doing this. But I got no choice. Going straight back. Ah, uh, yes, who is there? Uh, it's me, Rav Nachem. Uh, Rav Nachem, uh, <laughs> what do you think? Uh, five minutes later did you come? Uh, it's not five minutes later, it's an hour. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize it. Okay, uh, uh, what is it that I can do for you? I mean, you were here already, and I explained to you that my money is all tied up. Uh, may I come in? Uh, what's there to come in for? Please, may I come in? All right, all right. Come in, come in, come in. Uh, sit down. Uh, okay, it's okay if you don't offer me any tea, any coffee, or any cookies, or any cake. I understand. Uh, 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 oh, really? Uh, oh, you're on a diet or something? Well, not exactly. Okay, but listen here. Okay, do you have any other guests in your house right now? Uh, no, no. All right, listen here. I see that you are uh, having a little financial difficulty. Must be that your business went sour. Must be Hashem is testing you. And uh, I think you should swallow your pride and tell me right now, if you need money from Kimcha to Pisra, we'll be more than happy to arrange that you should have it. Because, you know, you always help for so many years, and if this year you need for yourself, then we'll be more than happy 
to uh, give you the money this year because uh, that's the way it goes. You understand what I'm saying? I mean, you help us, and, and you know, right now, if you can't give to us, so uh, we'll give to you, okay? So don't be ashamed. We can do this very quietly. Nobody has to know. I mean, you know, like if your business went sour, I mean, you know, well, who said my business went sour? Come on, come on, come on. I know you. I've been here so many years, and I've been here sometimes in the middle of the year, and you're telling me that your business is going sour? How come there's no food on the table automatically? How come your wife is not preparing a lavish meal for guests? How come your area, uh, especially over there, uh, the door is open? I mean, if you had stuff to store there, why would you leave the door open? Because you have to have that cellar cool to keep everything fresh, and you have it open. That means you have nothing there. You're really out of food. Your mom is poor now. I don't know what happened, but if Hashem is testing you, please let us help you. Maybe it's Hashem is testing to see your pride. Uh, well, no, 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 don't worry about it. Please, please, I don't need anybody to know that, that, that my business went down the drain because maybe people who are jealous of me, they'll be very happy. And chas v'sholem, I don't want that to happen. No, uh, no, 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 no. And then I don't want to pity and, and, and you know, say, you know, like I don't want everybody to feel bad for me and then they'll come and help me and you know, like this. No, uh, no, 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 no. I, I've been helping people all these years and Hashem is testing me. Well, uh, we'll do the best we can and then, you know, uh, we'll take it by here. But right now, please, please don't help us. Please, please, please. Well, what do you mean don't help you? You have a Pesach yet? Oh, well, well, well. Um, no, we don't, but... um. Somehow, I guess we'll manage somehow. Uh, you'll, you'll, ma you'll manage somehow, uh, right? <laughs> and my wife will manage, and I'll manage, and we'll both manage. <laughs> and my guys will manage, right? Okay, so uh, uh, don't worry about a thing. I mean, it's okay, okay, okay. I'm just sorry that I can't give the kimcha the pischa. Are you sure you don't want? Uh, uh, please, you, you know what I mean? Uh, Maybe, maybe I should talk to the rabbi. Oh, oh, no, please, please don't. Please don't. Please don't. Things will get better. You'll see. You'll see. You'll see. You'll see. I'm a good businessman, Ben Hashem. You know, uh, you know I, things can't be like this forever. Don't worry. Don't worry. But what ended up happening was Reb Nachum sent his wife to go and talk to Reb Nutt's wife. So, what do you say? Can we help you this year? It will be our pleasure. Nobody has to know. We can do this in secrecy, I'm telling you. No, it's all right. Don't worry about a thing. We'll be fine. Please, we'll manage somehow. And sure enough, didn't look like anything was happening. If anything, it looked like uh, Nutta was losing more and more money. He was poor. So poor, he might have been even been poorer than the other people. Finally, it was Erev Pesach. And the Gabbai, Rab Nochem, he came in to Rab Yosef Harif, and he said, Anshuldik, uh, uh, Rav, may I talk to you? Of course you may talk to me. What do you mean, if you could talk to me? Well, I, I don't want to disturb the Rav. You've been answering so many shyness this morning, and you have to get ready for yourself to be ready in time uh, for Pesach to make the Sidorim. Everybody's preparing, and you need to prepare uh, but I have a small Shaila. I don't know what to do. Ah, Shaila small? Not Shaila's too small. Come on, what is it? Tell me, tell me. It's more important I should answer you. After all, I'm the role of the community. Now, please, tell me, what is it? All right, all right. You see, everybody thinks that Rabnuta Hirsch is one of the richest people in our entire community. Yes, he is. Baruch Hashem. 
And it's a big ball sudoku. Helps out people a lot. Yes, 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 yes. So what, 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 what's your kshayla? The thing is like this. In truth, this year, he lost all of his business. He is so poor, you can't even begin to imagine. His house is empty. I don't even know how he's surviving even before Pesach starts. I mean, it might be a, a, a shayla pukuach nefesh. I mean, what is he going to do? Live on water? I don't know how he's going to make his Pesach seder. I doubt if he has wine. I doubt if he has anything. You know what I mean? I see. So did you talk to him? Offer him? Kimchut de Pischa? Yes, I did. And he has too much pride. He's afraid to take. He doesn't want people to have mercy on him and achmonas on him. He is used to giving, not taking. I see. So he's afraid. He's also afraid that if people hear that he's poor, then the people that are jealous of him, they're going to be so happy that he finally lost all his business. And that would not be look good. He's afraid of iron horror and everything like that. And he doesn't want people's rachmanis on him. So what can we do, Rav? Rav, he doesn't have nothing, I'm telling you. If I say he's nothing, it's nothing. When I came to collect Kimch the Pischa, uh, you know, the other week, and everything like that, and I looked behind, and I saw the tables weren't decked the way they usually are. It was very empty. And his food storage room, the door was open. Now you don't leave a door open like that unless you want the food to store. He has nothing. Rebbe, I'm telling you, he has nothing. I see. And his wife... Excuse me, Ramirez. Yes, what is it? Uh, you're talking, uh, 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 like Nutter. I was? Yeah. Nutter, what are you doing here? Oh, sorry. Wrong scene? I don't belong in the scene? No, you don't. Oh, 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 okay. Where am I? You're back at your house. Oh, <laughs> sorry. I, I wasn't here. Pretend I wasn't here. Okay, go back. All right, now let me ask you. Your wife spoke to his wife? Yeah, my wife spoke to his wife, and she also didn't want. So what are we going to do? Tonight is Pesach. I know it's very hard to get things together. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I have an idea. Listen to me very carefully. I want you to go over to Ramnuta and tell him we are going to help everything and everybody's going to be satisfied we can do it in a very special way. Nobody will get embarrassed and no one will realize that he is poor. I'm not sure I follow. All right, you don't have to follow. Just do the following, okay? What you're going to do is like this. You're going to tell them when it comes tonight after davening, everybody's going to come online to uh, say good yontif and ask for a bocha and give me a bocha and everything like this. And when he comes... I want you to tell him that he should whisper Gudjontif into my ear. He should not speak loud like everybody else. He should lean over and whisper into my ear. And if he does this, he'll say Yeshua. Hashem. Okay? All right. I'll run right away. Let me go. Uh, who is there? Uh, I hope it's not uh, somebody collecting from Sadaka right before Yandel. What am I supposed to do? Oh, Ramnacher! <laughs> oh, what can I do for you? All right, listen to me very carefully. Uh, uh, the Rav said I should come over here and tell you that when it comes to, to then tonight, you're going to go over to him, and this is what you're going to do. Yeah, when you say Gajontiv and give him brachas and everything like this, and you're going to lean over and whisper in his ear. Uh, why? why? Trust me, you're going to have a Yeshua if you do that. If you don't do that, you're not going to have any Yeshua. And you're going to have a Yeshua in such a way that you won't even get embarrassed. 
What? What? Okay, if the Rav says so, I mean, he's called Harif for a reason. Okay, no problem. I, 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 I got to do it. And so what happened was is that night, it was Pesach night, and everybody was going over Yandiv, and all of a sudden when it came his turn to say Yandiv, he started to lean over. And Rabbi Yezhu Harif said, Rabbi Yezhu could you move back a little bit? It looks like, it uh, uh, sounds like um, that uh, he has to tell me something quietly. Okay, uh, let me listen. Good Yandiv, Rav. Uh, is there a reason why you wanted me to whisper in your ear? Gajyandiv, gajyandiv. Everybody in your mishpacha should be well. And, 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 and as he continued to give his bracha, all of a sudden he jumped back. This is Rabbi Yisrael Harib jumped back and he said, Oi, I'm sorry. Oi, it's all chomets. Everything you have is chomets. Oh, you can't use anything of this. No, 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 no. Rabbi said we have a terrible problem here. Everything became chomets from Rabnute. Oy, 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 he can't use any of his food now. Hey, Raboisai, anybody could help out and... Uh... Oh, sure. Uh, you know, I had some extra matzah, and all your stuff became chomets. Wow, that's terrible, so you have to get rid of it. Uh, all right, you know what? I had some extra challah. I had some extra soup. I have some extra uh, uh, fish. I had some extra meat. And sure enough, everybody helped out. And Nuta smiled. And he looked at the Rav, who actually knew what happened. And no one else did. Everybody else thought he had everything that became Chomets. But the most interesting thing was Nuta's last words that he said, Wow. Me, Kamcha Yisrael. Wow. Unbelievable. Whoops. Looks like there's no time for any phone calls. Woo, that's what happens when I tell a story I never told before. Sorry. Maybe next time.